Yes, hello again. It's still sober. I'm John Raven. This is episode 199. One away from an arbitrary number of episodes. Hello. I, if you're a sober person, hope you're staying sober. If you're not a sober person, hope you're staying sane. Got that out of the way. Once again, I say, hello. It turns out here in Austin, Texas, they are going to do, for the first time in three years, their um, Eeyore's birthday, which is a celebration in a park here. Massive celebration where uh, hippies and other 'er ne'er-do-wells all get together and smoke a lot of weed and take massive amounts of psychedelics. And I actually have a uh, had a bit about it. Had like I'm dead. It's, it's still there. Uh, where I the the point I've always tried to make is is that uh, if you you don't have to celebrate the birthday of an imaginary donkey to do drugs. You can just do drugs. You're an adult. You don't have to make shit up anymore. You know what I mean? And it's it's like, hey, everybody gather around and we're doing lines because it's uh, Fred and Wilma's anniversary. That's right. That's what's going on here. And uh, yeah, and that's so that's always been my uh, my contention is just, just do the drugs. You don't have to lie to others and yourself if you enjoy the drugs do them I'm not anti-drug I just can't do them anymore um, I've actually been, I've been asked a couple of times about uh, about psychedelics because that's that's kind of a new thing it's not new it's kind of a resurgence of um, finding out like, I guess treating mental health or finding out different perspectives and changing your uh, mindset on things uh, by doing psychedelics. And, and I, I can, you know, I, I see that, I guess. Um, I have no interest. Last time I did psychedelics was, um, I think it was 25, maybe, 26, something like that. It's been a long time. And... Uh, I don't have any in, well I don't have any intention of doing any drugs ever again um, but also the these the whole idea of psychedelics is you know I you know I'm 48 years old and I think at some point if God hasn't <clears throat> shown up he's not coming you know it's like there's no reason to when you've had your perspective, altered and changed by self-destruction and then rebuilding back and having a newfound uh, you know zest for life and and uh, and, and, and a new uh, energy back into all right well this is who I am now and this is what I mean you don't need it's like psychedelics are good for I guess if you've been the same, if you've been a the same pent up person your whole life or whatever, and then you need you need 
a change. I could see that. But, uh, yeah, for most people, that's the whole thing about, like, uh, trying to use psychedelics for recovery purposes is if you're at a point where you're already having issues and you're looking at changing, I don't see how psychedelics can help that particular issue. It's like you're already at a point. What do you, what do you need to see? <laughs> you know, oh, well, mushrooms made me realize that I was actually even worse of an alcoholic and drug addict than I already knew that I was. Um, I don't know. Now, if there's other mental health issues that you need to address, maybe maybe it helps in that in that way. But uh, uh, I'm not opposed to it. But uh, you will not be seeing me go, you know, squeegeeing my third eye to figure out some kind of thing that uh, I don't need figuring out. But uh, good luck to everyone out there, and be safe and um, et cetera, et cetera. Um, enjoy all those bongos. <clears throat> did you know, I did not know this. This whole time I've been promoting and pushing for a thing that can't happen, which is to expand uh, the accessibility of fentanyl testing strips, but it's fucking illegal in this state. It's in, illegal in most states. There's probably six or seven states that have finally legalized them. Um, so it's slow moving. But I didn't know that. So, and if Texas has them illegal now, geez, I don't know if they'll ever be legalized. This is the thing. It's because the idea of harm reduction as a concept um you know, people who are very conservative are not into that at all. They, they're not into anything. It's labeled, uh, testing strip is labeled as drug paraphernalia, which is uh, fucking dumb. It's like, if that's true, then why aren't drug tests illegal? Cops use drug tests. Why can't other people use tests? That doesn't seem to be illegal. But, uh, you know, but apparently it is uh, illegal. <laughs> to test specifically for fentanyl like it'll encourage drug taking and that's not true here's the thing that it's not going to yeah it'll help save people who are not full-blown drug addicts who have built up a tolerance so if they get if the drug that they're taking has fentanyl in it it won't kill them because it, you know, because like really, you know, professional drug addicts, professional junkies, uh, like full on into it junkies, uh, fentanyl will probably, um, you know, they may, they may like have like a mini overdose where they pass out or whatever, um, like completely collapse but they're not as likely to die immediately as people who are just kind of casually using whatever they're using. And the other thing about it is that by the, the lack of speed in trying to get things that were illegal to become legal, 
like to convince people that you need fentanyl testing strips because that's the other thing is they're like well drug addicts won't actually use them i think that they will it they're not going to not do drugs if there's fentanyl in it don't get me wrong if they take it if you're if you're addicted to drugs you need your drugs but if you test it and you find out that there's fentanyl in it you'll adjust the dosage drug addicts aren't stupid they're just addicted to the goddamn drugs you know it's it's if they find out that there's something you know that it's tainted yeah you're probably right they'll probably keep they'll probably go ahead and do the drugs they won't go well i'm flushing these i have no more money to buy new drugs i just spent all of it on there well not fentanyl i'm not putting this in my body Woo! they're not going to do that but they will adjust to it so by having these little pieces of paper that don't make people high and don't destroy the uh, the family, the co- you know, they don't um, shatter you know family values and at its core and the, you know liberty and justice and the American way and blah blah blah. Fentanyl testing strips won't destroy all that. Um, But what they'll do is they'll prepare people and it might keep people from accidentally dying. So it might behoove us to uh, legalize uh, paper. We should have little pieces of paper legalized. I don't know. I had to stop and re-recording some stuff. Uh, my dog just tried to break into the room while I was recording. Like, kept banging in the door. I'm like, what the hell? Why aren't you staying out there with my wife, who's, you, you know, it's her dog. It's our dog, but uh, he's known her his whole life. So it's like, any you know, he's got uh, codependency issues. So I don't know why he would leave her side to come in here. And then I realized his bed's in here as well as his bone. So touche. I get it. Got to have your bone and the bed. It's like you got to have one or the other. Like like laying on the floor is fine if you've got the bone to chew on. But if you don't have the bone or the bed, I can tell that – and the thing was, he didn't say anything for about 10, 15 minutes. So like five minutes of setting up and all that. And then 10 minutes of recording, he doesn't come in. But I guess after a while, it's like, well, clearly, John's not going to uh, do a short version of his stupid podcast. And, uh, and I'm tired of waiting. So he uh, disrupted the recording, which is fine because it wasn't going great. <laughs> uh, no, I mean the segment that I just deleted to that I re-record didn't go great, uh, in my opinion, because I listened to it and I could hear me. And when when I hear me, not a fan. I appreciate you for being a uh, a fan somewhat, but not me. So, all right. So I needed to talk about this, um, and I've dealt with, and I'm keep it vague, uh in this weird kind of uh, pretend world where somebody that I work with 
actually listens to my podcast, but come on. I know the people I work with. They've got their own things going on. They're a little self-involved. I'm self-involved. We're all self-involved. So why would they go out of their way to look for me? And they can't remember my last name. So they've got to look for me online to find the podcast, to listen to them, to see if I talk about them. Okay, that might be a thing. It's like, ooh, I wonder if I get name dropped on a podcast, uh, <laughs> which is really setting the bar low for, you know, uh, thrills. It's like, ooh, have you ever been on TV? No, but John Rabin mentioned me on a podcast twice. Uh, so I've had some issues with, uh, well, not issues. Yeah. I have issues with the, uh, somebody, a coworker who's got attendance issues that I've talked about before. And in thinking about that, as well as somebody who no longer works there, um, with issues of not being honest, where you're starting to kind of understand, you're starting to kind of think um, like, there's, like, the, like the bullshit uh, alert goes off when you start hearing things and there's this there's this thing about what I can what I call junkie behavior where based on all the time that I've spent around uh, drug addicts either active drug addicts out in the world or in recovery or in rehab or in jail or at the sober house or at meetings being around them a lot, you, you tend to there's patterns and there's ten, there's behavioral issues to the point where I can't tell if you know somebody acts a certain way. I think that they've got a drug problem, or they you know maybe they've got an alcohol problem, but I can't confirm this because you can't just walk around it uh, in the real world and you see somebody doing some kind of behavior or act a certain way and you can't go, hey man, hey, just real quick. Uh, can you uh, be straight with me? Do you like heroin? <laughs> Do you have a drug problem? Do you like alcohol? Do you drink a lot of alcohol? Is it affecting your work? I'm kind of wondering if that's why you um, just did what you did back there and it's like uh you know i overheard your conversation with your buddy and you're clearly lying you clearly are pathological uh and unnecessary unnecessarily lying like you're just making shit up and it doesn't you shouldn't have to you guys are just having a conversation but you're doing so to kind of hide certain behaviors and uh and i was wondering is that something personal is that uh is that some kind of issues mental health issues that you need to deal with or are you an alcoholic is that where it comes from are you masking poorly your drug addiction so i don't do that so a lot of times i can't confirm um, a lot of times, though, it comes out later and I find out that I was right. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of saw it. And uh, so I'm dealing with that with the past coworker, current 
uh, coworker kind of a deal where um, attendance issues, and I'm wondering if attendance issues uh, have to do with mental health. But it's like, well, you don't want to get into their personal business. I'm like, I kind of do when it affects me at work. You know, it's like maybe we just need to not have the, this person work there anymore kind of a deal. And, and you know what? I think we're approaching that. But my big question is, it's just when, you know, when I find out, basically, I can, you know, I find out the excuses for why this person doesn't come to work. Right. And after and it's just kind of all bullshit. Um, so this week they have COVID and it's believable because of it's kind of, there's kind of a new surge coming and it's, you know, it's not as serious, but it's more, uh, contagious, this, this strand. So, so it's believable, but also I'm kind of like, really? Do you have COVID or do you have COVID? Wink, wink. Don't want to work because last week was hard. You know what I mean? It's like, did you get COVID because you got worn down because we busted our ass last week at work? Uh, or I did. You did as well, but only for four days, whereas I worked six. Um, and I'm just wondering, is it? did you get COVID because you're run down or are you dealing with covid he said with air quotes because you worked hard last week and you don't feel like doing it this week and the problem with lies is that if you tell the truth it's a boy who cries wolf scenario and nobody fucking cares they don't believe you and it doesn't matter it doesn't matter either way whether you have real covid or the fake covid you can um you know it's the new it's a new get out of jail free card it's like well you know if you can afford to have covid instead of you know taking off for a week it's like you know what i'd like to take off for a week without asking for a vacation oh guess what i got covid again really damn gary that's four times this year i'm unlucky so so here's the thing is it doesn't matter really i mean you can't knowing if somebody's having a uh, an addiction problem or not when it comes to the on the level of coworker relationship it doesn't it's not like you can there's really not anything you can do unless they want help right however i wanted to i wanted to bring this up because you it might benefit you to know if somebody's dealing with something or not. Not for you to uh, butt into the into their life or you know do something that's none of your business. Um, but you need to understand that uh, I'm not saying that lying to your boss or making up excuses so that you don't have to go to work is at all like junky behavior. I'm not saying that it's um, a red flag for covering up uh, addiction problems. I'm not saying that at all. Um, however, usually, it's been my experience that people 
who are not dealing with any kind of addiction issues, but who just want to not go to work that particular day or for a couple of days, tend to do it better. You tend to lie better when it's not in desperation. You've got time to plan it out. You scheme. You think of a good one. Even though the simplest things or the most vague, you can actually give too much details and you just, and you sound full of shit. You can actually make the lie too complex that it sounds like a lie, like it's too much. It's like, why no one gives this kind of information? Just say, I don't feel well, not coming in, but, but. you know, it's, it, we tend to try too hard. And, it's, and you snitch yourself. But when somebody has a serious problem or it's developing and getting becoming a serious problem, um, you, get, you, get to, you have days where you can't perform, where you say you're going to do something and then you don't show. Or you have every, you know, the road to hell is paved up with good intentions. Ugh. Drug addicts and alcoholics, we know that shit because we have all the good intentions in the world. We intend to do this. Oh, I'll be there. Your son's baseball game. Oh, I'll be there. And didn't show because self-destruction, whatever. So, and that's the, that's what I've, that's what I'm kind of experiencing at work right now is, is listening to uh, devolved, like, like worse and worse excuses that are less and less believable. And that actually kind of concerns me. It also irritates me because it causes me more work. But that's the, but I wanted to mention it because uh, a little bit of it's just me, me kind of venting. Um, but the other part is it's good to know. So if you see this, if you start noticing somebody's bullshit, smells worse than it used to it might be uh it's it might be a subject for concern like you may want to pay attention that they may be uh covering up a bigger issue that they they're not addressing and and that's 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 the biggest way that's the that's the easiest way to tell that something's not going right when they're when their excuses and their their lies are just not even like when they get worse and worse because it's just at some point either you stop trying or it's just your it's the last minute and you know it's not well thought out it's like well that doesn't make any sense what do you mean your phone was dead oh i could i was going to call in but uh, my phone was dead your phone was dead the whole day it took all day to charge it you telling me that you're a millennial and you let your phone battery die i don't know anybody who lets their phone battery die that's that's not this isn't it's not 2008 you know this is not something that that people do it's like ah well you know i just i went without communicating with the outside world in every facet you know because our boss has email so it's like oh my phone was dead well what about your laptop is that dead too all your did you have no phone or internet the whole day 
What did you do? Did you read a book? I know you. You don't read books. <laughs> so anyway, that's uh, that's kind of uh, the good news is, is that uh, I've had a lot of temp help this week. So um, it's going to shape up to actually be it's actually going to be a pretty good um, productive work week, honestly. Um, but that's what I've been thinking about today. I've been thinking about just. I don't know. It's it's one of those things that uh, that it's kind of concerning because, like I said, either and it's and it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell if you know. Okay, is are the lies the excuses uh, for why you don't want to come to work? Are they um, are they getting worse because alcoholism, drug use is getting worse, or is it? you care less about the job so you don't try as hard that's the other thing is that do you just not give a shit you know is it is that what it is so you're not going to try as hard um to make your lives better i don't know but that is something to pay attention to if just i don't even know if that's beneficial i just uh, it's it's been on my mind today as i'm like the lies are worse I respect a good bullshit story, you know. I I, res- I respect it when it's it, there's more effort into it. Don't you expect the, Don't you respect the truth more? Eh, maybe so. Okay, that's true. I respect the truth more. Just flat out, hey, I'm hungover. I don't want to work. Or hey, I just don't like working on Mondays. Like I prefer that personally. You know, but uh, but if you're going to lie, I prefer a good one. I don't know. I, I, I like a lot of effort in my lives. That's just me, though. You know. All right. Well, stillsoberpod at gmail.com uh, for questions or comments that are positive to neutral. Uh, appreciate you hanging in here with me this week. And, uh, and we'll see you next week. All right. Later. Back the skin.